Tech Talk with Dami. Today we're going to take an exciting journey through the history of computer hardware. We'll start from the very beginning. <laughs> okay, imagine you're building a massive Lego castle, but instead of colorful bricks, you use girls and cogs to make calculations. That's how early computers worked, with no screens or buttons like we have on our tablets. Now let's fast forward to when computers became electronic superheroes. Picture this, instead of girls, they used something like light bulbs, but these bulbs were very, very big, like as big as a giant stove. One of these computers were an Ike, and it filled the whole room. Did you hear me? A whole room. Sighted in the basement of the university's Moore School of Electrical Engineering, the enormous machine consisted of 40 panels arranged in a U-shape around the walls. These housed tens of thousands of vacuum tubes, resistors, capacitors and relays that consumed 150 kilowatts of electricity while creating so much heat that the computer needed its own air conditioning system. Nevertheless, it was able to complete up to 5,000 mathematical calculations per second. This made it possible to solve multiple complex problems each hour, whereas even a skilled human could take a day or more for just one. ENIAC was programmed using a combination of a wired plug board and switches. These programs could take days to plan on paper, and while it often took even longer to input them into the machine, the electronic speed at which the finished program ran saved significant time compared to computers that were controlled by card readers or other mechanical input devices. Although work began on the computer in 1943, it wasn't fully operational until early 1946 and was formally dedicated on the 15th of February. ENIAC was soon put to use running calculations to help build a hydrogen bomb and continued to operate until 1955. Gigantic, right? Then along came the transistor hero they were like tiny wizards who could do the same magic as those giant light bulbs, but were way smaller and didn't get hot. Imagine your night light, but it could do math. Next, we meet superheroes with pocket-sized power. You must have heard of microprocessors. They are like billions of transistors on a chip. These are like the super-fast brains on our devices. They make our tablets and game consoles work. They are like... They are like the engines in our toy cars, but much smarter. It's often said that the transistor is the greatest invention of the 20th century. A simple little switch. You apply energy to a gate, which turns off or on the current flow through the channel underneath. Electrons flow, and ones and zeros are made. 
The distance the electrons had to travel was originally how we measured these planar transistors. We made improvements by shortening that distance through shrinking dimensions first. We added new layers that improved control and speed. And finally, we take an itty-bitty peek into the future. Imagine if you had a magical backpack that could carry a million school books at once and you could read them all at lightning speed. That's a bit like what quantum computers would be able to do. So there you have it, students, our adventure through the world of computer hardware from big clocky puzzle to tiny speedy brains into the computer of quantum magic. But really, 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 there's no magic, just science. Thanks for joining us on Tech Talk. Keep being curious and remember, just like what we explored today, there's always something amazing happening in the world of technology. Until next time, this is Dami signing off. Tick-tock.